We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Rachel. Rachel is a friend of mine here that I got to meet in Tulum, actually on my last visit, uh, just being one of those joyous people that walks right up to you and just says hello and actually beat me to it, which doesn't happen often. (laughs) Um, But I got to reconnect with her here as I'm back in town and uh, we got a workout in together. She's actually a cycle synced uh, trainer, a coach, um, and works with women specifically to help them find the best times and optimal times to kind of get their workout in for their body, which is super cool. And I'm sure we'll hear more about that as well. But we are sitting here at sunrise on the beach in, uh, in Tulum and watching the sun come up. And um, Rachel has not only shared her time with me this morning, but has graciously come and gotten up nice and early to do so. So oh, yeah. I am really excited to just introduce you guys and let you guys get to know her. She is just a, I, I explained her um, to somebody else the other day as just like a ball of life. And I feel like <laughs> that is that is accurate. So I am really excited. You are just sweet, kind, aware of people around you and uh, and just inquisitive of, of humanity. And I'm, I'm so excited to share you with people. So thank you for being here. Thank you. And I'm so appreciative to have met you too, because I think as you as you just said not a lot of people like will beat you to that intro but it's all it's really fun to to meet someone with that same kind of kind of energy and as you said like in, like curiosity just for people's stories and 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 what moves them yeah definitely i agree so um anyway so yeah so here we are <laughs> with a beautiful view and everything um but I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. Yes. They're all designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your view of the world. No wrong answers, because it's you. So answer as you feel led, and yeah. we will dive right in. Sounds good. Okay. Let's go. Uh, first one is, who do you define yourself as? I define myself as a, honestly, more than anything else, a person for people to be able to talk to so that I can listen. More than anything else, I am a listener, I, I think. that. And that has come across in so many different areas of my, of my life and in so many different jobs, but that's been the common thread. I, I really freaking love listening to people's stories mm-hmm. and, and finding empathy where I can. And so I think that's, that's what I would define who I am. I am a listener and I am a, an empath just because I believe that every person has a, a spark in them and a light. And I, no matter what modality it is, whether it's personal training or confidence boosting or ice bathing, I just love helping people shine that light. That is really beautiful <laughs> and really accurate. I love that. I think that's a, that's a nice summation of just all the things I've gotten to witness in you. As the sun comes up over these gorgeous clouds just in front of us over the ocean. Peeking out for us here. Yeah, it's lovely. But no, that's really, I, I love that. And it just, it does. It's a nice summation of who you are and just a, a nice th- part of description of what I've gotten to witness so much. So <laughs> it's cool. Uh, next one's a little easier. Maybe okay. not. But uh, <laughs> what is your favorite food? My favorite food in the entire world is the chicken ranch pizza from Ernesto's in Boston. I have crossed water to get this pizza. I, one day on my 
it was like my goodness it was like 22nd birthday or something like that I was seeing my parents back home in Boston and I needed this pizza I I I, I will do many things for this pizza and I I I for some reason like none of the family cars were working we live on the burb so the transit wasn't like trains weren't weren't happening so I took the ferry into Boston walked to the north end grabbed two of these pizzas and brought them on the ferry back home and it is it is the greatest comfort food for me um sure I'm a personal trainer I'm, I'm supposed to eat healthy no I believe in moderation and I believe that this pizza is an absolute necessity in everyone's life <laughs> Um, that is a that is a thing I can resonate with. <laughs> I, I will, if any anyone who knows me knows, I'm somebody who will happily take a two hour drive to Brooklyn for pizza. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so, yeah. Definitely. And you always have like your place. You always have your place that that like I have memories of mm-hmm. of this pizza, and I think that's also like amplified. It. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's <laughs> that's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, are you reading anything right now? Yes. Oh boy, do I have a book for you. Okay. It's called Inward okay. by Young Pueblo. Okay. And this book was, was gifted to me at the perfect time in my life. And basically this, this book, it's not a, it's not like a self-help workbook or anything, but it has had me do more inner work and and listen to myself and feel what comes up inside me more than any amount of therapy (laughs) I have ever done and I will probably get into this but I am very experienced with therapy and I'm a big fan of it but the book is written in these little little poems these little like five liners and it's all the things that you need like your best friend or your yourself to keep asking yourself to figure out okay what am I really going through am I being honest with myself oh nope that's actually what I'm thinking and um it's been it it's been quite a profound book and I didn't expect it to be um and so I really highly recommend this one to, to people because you're gonna have your own journey with it and um you can flip through it and find other other little pages what about you what are you reading right now um, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I've, I think I follow him on social media yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, same one. Um, that's cool. Um, I am reading a book called Quiet. Ooh. And it is about introverts, surprisingly enough. Uh-huh. And she looks at me like, that does I not. was just like, yeah, I, I just gasped somewhat. <laughs> a nice silent gasp, facial gasp. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually it's it's been really it's been really good. I, I love books that allow me to kind of get to know somebody yeah. or type of person or something a little bit more. And this is one that it's weird. As I'm reading it, I'm just like, I don't know if I've actually resonated with something more, which yeah. is really interesting to me because I'm like, I'm would not be somebody anyone would define as an introvert. Right. But there's a part that it talks about as like um highly sensitive people mm-hmm. and the way it's describing that like definition and I was like oh my so it's been a really interesting read for me I'm a little bit more than halfway through it yeah um so I'll I'll definitely send it off to you for sure yeah but I've been loving it yeah it's been great that's so. beautiful and I think everyone has everyone has a degree of extrovert introvert to them so I think that's awesome that you're mm-hmm. that you, you've leaned into that yeah it's been really cool for sure so yeah thanks for that of course <laughs> um what would you say is your greatest fear Okay, the movie Snakes on a Plane encapsulates all of, like, the physical ones. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> but um, recently, recently my greatest fear has not been getting to know myself. Mm. And I realized recently that I have done so much over the years to distract myself from from really listening and whether that's been traveling or um, doing like going out or um, or taking on too many other projects to distract myself from from what I need to do but I've recently realized that I have that that's the scariest thing to me is like actually never knowing who I am on my own individually who is Rachel and I've started to take some very tangible action steps put up better boundaries to be able to figure that out because I was like oh my god if I don't do this then then and I go through life never really knowing who I am on my like in isolation from every other thing then then what's the what's the purpose of everything else I'm doing what's that connection back to me so snakes on a plane (laughs) and not knowing myself fully kind of like that (laughs) all right I think that's a that's probably the most complete answer I've ever gotten. <laughs> I like that. Runs no. the gamut. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there's so much in that too, just to say like, yeah, like, how does it really back? What's the point in all of that? Where's yeah. it going? So that's cool. I'm glad you're pressing into Thank that. Thank you. I'm excited to see more and more of, of you that I feel like you're aware of and that you know, and I'm just excited to see more of that as it comes out. Yeah. And, and, and growth. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited too. And it's, it's cool. I've always found that the more the more people kind of like like you that I ended up talking to that are friends that ask the right questions sometimes you're that's you're helping me do the work so thank you <laughs> yeah that's cool well I'm honored to be a little bit a part of that yeah uh, yeah there is there's something in that friends that like are inquisitive for knowing of you but also mm-hmm. allows you to know you too mm-hmm. in those times it's really cool I love those people so in my life. Important. You are, are, I think, one of them as well, as you've quickly started to ask <laughs> many cool questions as well. But, yeah. On the flip side of that, um, what is this something you value the most? Something I value the most. I have found that I really, really value quality time with people. I... It's just so funny. I am comfortable very comfortable in two situations walking into a room where I know absolutely no one and walking into a room where I'm having like a two-hour dinner breakfast conversation hangout whatever with a singular person those are when I am most comfortable um and I really value quality time with people just because I think I've spent a lot of my life as well just trying trying to um, see, thinking there was value in a greater number of, of friendships and connections and not delving deeper, deep enough into each one. And there is no greater gift in the world than a really good friend. Someone who is, who knows you, who knows when to press, when not to, to when, when to let you learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and people that you can have have fun with that you like really 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 true to trust so i say something i most highly value is quality time i 
could not resonate with something a little bit more. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think, yeah, when someone chooses to give you something that they can't get back and say, like, I see you and I value you enough that I want to be present with you yeah. and share time with you, like, that is, it is a truly beautiful gift that people give us. And, and I love that so much. And, yeah, the, the comfort of walking into a room where you know absolutely no one and just lengthy time when you have with one person. I, yeah, I get you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, sometimes, too, if you really know some of the people, but then there's all these other people that you need to get to know, you're like, how do I distribute my time? And I knew you would get that. <laughs> yes. There's my facial gas for this one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like... I'm, I'm like ADD when I'm in a room with people that I don't yeah. like it's too many people that I all want to see and I'm just like I, yeah. I don't know what to do and I just like shut down yeah, yeah. and I, I mean, you might get to this but also like on the it took me a quite a bit of time to to get to the place where I did feel this comfortable walking into a room to and not knowing people because I realized I I love talking to people I love saying hi and hearing someone's story sometimes it takes a interesting line of or it, some number of questions to get to that point but it does like growing up and as as an adult and, and sometimes as a woman too you you it took a little while for me to be like okay i i do belong in every room i even though these people might be more powerful or or more successful than me everyone is someone worth getting to know everyone really is and that doesn't and no matter the status of someone it doesn't make mean you have to make yourself bigger or smaller <laughs> that's beautiful or just leave that right there yeah that's cool um when was the last time you felt joy right now <laughs> right now just for context oh, we were sitting on the sand in adirondack chairs with a gorgeous warm breeze take over coming us and the sun is rising over the sea so this is like this is pure joy for me but also yesterday i felt so much joy we had this big ice bath event down at the lack and we had all these people come out and whenever one person gets in the ice i am thrilled just because seeing someone overcome a fear and doing something hard is so inspiring and the joy that we both feel after the experience is 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 so profound and i love that so then multiply that by like 10 people getting in and out and people cheering each other on and supporting and growing a community around cold water <laughs> that's wild and i i i came home last night and i realized i was like that was a great beautiful day i loved that and so it's been so fun to to get to know more people and to to build this community around ice baths too yeah that's really cool so yeah as you hear her mentioning that rachel is the third one and final that you're getting to meet that's yes. a part of a part of ice bath tulum and uh they just brought me right into their family and community there and it's been it's been awesome to just witness that and and get to be a little bit of a part of that yeah i got to stop by yesterday at the lake and they um they have such a beautiful space that they open up to you guys there and and share that community with as well and you crushed um, it and, and it it was it was a little chillier yesterday than the first time we did it was <laughs> just just a little bit and it's mm -hmm. crazy but that proves to you like okay like we leveled up a little more and i can do that thing. Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah just to see that that 
that joy that everyone has, the way that they feel, the extreme emotions you see some people feel while they're in there, but also just the way that everyone's just standing there in support. It's yeah. just really cool to say, like, you got this, just to push. Yeah. And we need that. We need to be reminded that there is community around us. A hundred percent. It's it's really cool to see that. And in particular, there is community when you are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, why people gather are, are people are gravitated even more towards it like I would say about one out of ten people cry in the ice hmm. from from my coaching experience and every single time people come closer and the person is reminded it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to let whatever emotions are around you come up and people will not only still be there for you but people will encourage you to, to feel them and work through them and give you a confidence boost that you can get through it Mm-hmm. And and that experience I've seen really change people's lives. And yeah. I think that's another thing that it's it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to it's good to show emotion. It helps you work through things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a thing that we we learn more and more I think in life when people are like, oh, okay, it's nice to be able to press into that. But yeah, yeah I'm glad to be a part of your joy in in. In both days and that, and, and yeah. get to witness it with you. So and we're so cool. happy to have you. Oh. <laughs> um, on the other end of that, uh, when was the last time you were afraid and why? Also yesterday. <laughs> um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday morning, I I had to have a, a conversation where I had to reinforce a boundary that I had set. And I was very scared that it would um, push this person away more than I more than I wanted and I have I because of how much joy I have in quality time with people and really getting to know people my extreme fear is losing people and and obviously we all um, we've all lost people we love and sometimes I don't mean it only like that I mean just just when you move places and and friendships change and relationships change and 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 yeah that's it's a scary it's a scary thing and and it's it's and so setting boundaries for me has been is is it is terrifying it's freaking terrifying for me but it's finding that fine line is probably the biggest work I'm doing on myself right Mm -hmm. now yeah, that's it's something I've definitely experienced at times in my life too of just that deep fear of like what is it like I don't want to lose this person. Yeah. And and not not just at times but still still at times you either when you run into that when you value right. those people and those yeah. connections deeply it is it's it's something you're hyper aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thanks for sharing that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was like, I know that I, 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 I had a feeling. I was like, she's gonna. We'll get to this moment in some question. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I'm I'm a pretty open book because I have had a lot of different experiences, and I I do believe that when we share our experiences, it can um, it it can help people. Our other our experiences help other people to either save them a life lesson. Or just to know that that people are going through the same thing. So, the most defining moment of my life was 
when I was a senior in high school, I grew up in a small suburban town um, called Hingham in Massachusetts. And we had just graduated high school. It was six days after graduation. Um, and I was, I was dating one of, one of my, our very good friends. And um, his, name was, his name was Sean. And we were walking back from a graduation party and he was a, he was like six two huge football player such such a teddy bear of a human being like the sweetest person and he he would make friends with everybody and he he loved bringing smiles to people's faces like this is the type of bro that for and he was creative with how he made put smiles on people's faces he would pull pranks on on all of us one of the guys he bought like 12 miniature toilet plungers and stuck them all over his car and it like showed up one day like that in the parking lot just like a really funny guy um and there was a a car accident a um a friend pulled up and we were steps from his house there was a Bruins game playoff game on we were all moving location to go watch the Bruins there and um friend was driving I got in the back seat and I was I was like get in and he was like no and he used to do this thing where he used to stand on the bumper of our of our cars when they were parked and like bounce on the back and and um and mess with us and he, we were steps from his house and he was like like drive really slow I'm gonna stand on the back and and I was like don't do this don't do this and he was like we'll be fine we'll be fine and so he he rode couple meters and the car gently turned up to the left but Sean fell off and hit his head and um, we had to call an ambulance and um, and that was the last time we we heard him speak we, we rushed him to the hospital and um, Sean Sean passed away and that was six days after my high school graduation and um, that was the hardest and most defining thing I have ever gone through in my life. And the reason I share that is because um, that stuck with me for, that took me years to move through. The guilt, um, the, the, sad, the sadness, the anger, and I remember I spent like a week in bed after that. And one thing I've been thinking about recently is that in our weakest, we are, we are also our strongest. And one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life, it was like after I'd spent like five, six days in bed or something like that. I used to be a track runner in high school and I made a decision to get up and go for a run. And that was one of probably hundreds of runs that I that I did after that to to move through and push myself. But um that yeah, that that moment and that experience just taught me how valuable life is at a decently young age. And I grew up, I'm very lucky about how I grew up. I grew up in a very privileged, safe community. 
and so that was that was earth shaking ground shaking and after that I um I went to to Villanova for for college and Sean and I actually coincidentally we we're, were both gonna go and so it was um it's hard hard not having him there too but um I tried to stop that was the first time I tried to distract myself I distracted myself for about two years think trying to push it all out and not deal with it and then it manifested in binge eating disorder I tried to find comfort in food and I gained about like 30 pounds in in a year and I'm five foot two and so that um in terms of exercise like running mechanics it like it was like a whole it was like a whole different human being um and I had a really that I had a really really bad bout with with depression I almost um, transferred schools I am so grateful for my family and and my friends and and it was it was having one really close best friend my, my roommate Teddy she she so gently pushed me to get out of bed my again my junior year of college and to to finish my classes and to to graduate magna cum laude and um to keep going but that experience was was taught me just the value of the people that you have in your life it taught me how how those little micro decisions to to get up out of bed are so hard but so transformative um power the power of community of, of bringing people together and then um it also that made me want to explore the world more too actually um I wanted to I wanted to get out there and, and see what else was in the world just because that also made me realize just how how finite life is too and so I think um that definitely was the single most defining experience of my life yeah very much so it's it's hard to go through loss like that suddenly to witness it yeah to be present in it to feel like there's so much that we could have done differently exactly oh have. my god yeah and knowing at the and then coming to that point where you're like no i couldn't have because i'm not that person yeah and knowing that it wasn't on us it wasn't in our control but yeah. it's just a tragic thing that happened and, and to witness and to be a part of and to lose somebody that, that meant so much to you. Yeah. Is, it is ground, you know, earth shattering. It just, it, it wrecks us. Yeah. And, and to come through that, to some people never do. So, yeah. Well done. Thank um, you. That's, that's Thank a heavy you. burden to carry. Yeah. It's one that doesn't fully go away, but. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, and, and working through that, that guilt took years to work through and 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 a lot of therapy and that's when I started um my that was definitely the biggest start of my mental health journey and and I'm so grateful for the medicines that and the antidepressants anti-anxiety meds that helped me put one foot in front of the other so I am sitting here today um Really that's glad. a whole that's a whole nother thing we, we can talk about <laughs> i'm really glad you are sitting here today thank so, you yeah that's thank awesome. you hmm. so might be it's fun there's certain people i'm like there might be a list but um <laughs> what is something you think you and i have in common we got a lot of girl we got a lot of things in common 
definitely definitely our um vitality for for life um the excitement and curiosity of the world and other people but probably the, the coolest thing which is why I'm, I'm like so grateful to have met you mm-hmm. is the is the curiosity to to find common ground with people that seem completely different from us and that's freaking cool because I mean I, I love traveling with people I love showing people new experiences it's it's extra fun when when both people are like yeah let's go do it let's go talk who's that person let's go talk to them let's figure out their story like like that's that's cool so I cannot wait to like travel with you too even though technically like we're traveling like we're hey you're, you're you live here <laughs> <laughs> it's like my second home so yeah but yes yeah. I'll take that that's cool I love that yeah it is it's it's really neat I love that that's what you pulled because yeah I think there's from being active to you know pushing ourselves right, in certain right, ways right. there's so many things that could have come but I love that and that's a it's a really it's a big honor to share that with you and be a part yeah, of girl. That. So that's cool yeah. I like that a lot uh what is something you are looking forward to I am so looking forward to right now launching two things that are um that are passion projects of my own so the first is I'm launching a woman's menstrual single blah. I'm <laughs> launching a woman's menstrual cycle synced training app so I um did like a, a my own masters <laughs> um I had journal pa- I oh god I had a stack of like 100 research papers I went through I had this wall in my bedroom that was it looked like the one of those like um conspiracy theory walls like there was like string everywhere like markers arrows and stuff like that but um I basically started learning and I, I had been a I've been a trainer for several years but I started leaning into okay wow a lot of exercise studies have been done on men there's an increasing people are starting to realize there's differences with how women train um, and what our bodies need and how our hormonal fluctuations impact all of our outcomes but how can we how can we take that into into consideration and there was a large part of my serious training block where I found I had was my coach was making me push the hardest when I was like right about to have my period or something like that and I was like I feel like crap bro like I don't want to do this my body is also saying no like it's not only my mind it's my body so how can we how can we make make it so that our our bodies are optimally prepared for for when we need to strength train hard or when we can train hard and how can we know that and so i've really been so excited to share this information with more people i've been taking on one-to-one clients but um i finally developed an algorithm that i am thrilled to be able to put into this app so not only have i built the workouts but um for each person that subscribes it comes out with messages every week according to your own cycle dates of here's when you push hard here's when you back off here's when you need to do more mobility work here's when hit might be better here's when plyometrics might be better and it has nutrition information on it too so um and it's all evidence-based because i i i am terrified like oh that's a huge fear of also my another fear is saying something um is teaching someone someone something incorrect and so i am all about being able to back up any claim that i make with like at least like two three sources so i am so excited to launch that and then for ice bath saloon we're also allowing people to take 
that coaching home as well. So we're launching an ice meditation series too. So I'm, I love helping people. Like if I can't, if I could give all this away for free and still, um, like have a roof over my head, that'd be great. <laughs> like I would be so happy with that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do need to make a little bit of a living. And so that's why it's cool because I'm, we're able to deliver this in lowest cost. No, form. but there is something, um, I, I know first I'm sure I know there's listeners that I have that are like um please let me know when that is available oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna be like yes and we'll definitely link all your accounts at the end so that people can follow along yes, and, and keep yes. track of that but um yeah I know that that is um no there's something um also in there that you said about charging something and I think it's not just that like yeah there's so many I know so many people like yourself I feel similarly that like if we could just do what we love um, share that with other people and not be paid like it's not about the money but it is about the value and there is something huge on that that someone else is also valuing what you're doing and they show up for themselves in a different way I know when I work with my own clients that when they are investing in themselves and they're putting financial investment into that it changes the way that they value what they're doing the way that they show up for that time we just don't as people we just don't value something that doesn't cost us anything a hundred percent whether it's money time anything effort we just we just don't value something that doesn't cost and i have just found so deeply that if we truly want to use something that we've invested our time and that we've used and 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 even in just our time that we we have to work we have to put a roof up our head we have to provide for ourselves and care for ourselves and our needs and and whatever that looks like and we can't do that if we don't have the resources to do that but we also you know to put into somebody that doesn't value it back right it has to be a mutual investment it has to be a mutual i'm showing up for you you're showing up for yourself or you're showing up for me 100 percent. in that so i think that's yeah it's something that i think people are learning more and more that information costs Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, well, let's just have coffee and tell me what you know. It's like, no, this costs something. Yeah. Somebody took the time to do this. So so if you're listening, whenever you see this, whatever it costs, invest in it. <laughs> it's going to be worth it for you. In, I in that. that. I, think that's, I think that's awesome. So I'm excited for Thanks. you to see that grow as your business. Yeah. And just for you to be able to have more capacity to give because of what you're bringing in. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. the last note on that, too, that I forgot to mention is I'm, I'm all about accessibility. Mm-hmm. So... It, so I, I, because I can offer premium coaching, then this is all, this is, I want everyone to be able to access this. And I want everyone to be able to access this no matter what equipment they have. And being a digital nomad, sometimes you don't have access to a gym. Sometimes you don't have access to a dumbbell. Sometimes you don't even have a band on you. So one of my favorite plans in this is I have no time and I have no equipment. So I actually spent like two weeks recording exercise videos with two wine bottles and like a massive jug of water and of course like i peeled the wine the, the labels off the wine <laughs> bottles and because it's youtube i was like they're water there they were wine with water in them but you can use anything <laughs> yeah i think if, if covid taught us anything it was how to be resourceful with our yeah. weights for sure yeah. yeah i love that i'm excited to see that um on the other end of that is there anything or what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today that's a really hard question for me just because, okay, so, okay. First, it's a really hard question for me because I have been learning to love the process and love the journey and um, to find find the lesson at worst <laughs> in every experience. And so part of me is 
sometimes it's like I'm scared to hire out for things because I'm like, no, there's a lesson in there that I got to learn. There's, there's there's something I can get from this. Um, I would rather spend time having one-to-one conversations with people. And so I I personally wish like all of the tech and the back end of all of this were already up. Um, and I guess that's that's something that I that I wish were, were over already for me personally. Mm. Um yeah. Snap your fingers and have it done option. Yeah. Hasn't been implemented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the second part of that, though? Or, or that you wish didn't exist in the world today. Didn't exist? Yeah. Honestly, in this... I'm going to get my head cut off for this. So a lot of times I wish social media didn't exist. Even though it is literally the only way I advertise my business. And it's crazy just because I think... That is like the biggest distraction, the absolute biggest distraction. When I was a public school teacher, I spent more time breaking up drama over Instagram comments from between seventh and eighth graders a couple years back. Um, and I think, I think it obviously has like decreased our attention spans. And I, f- I do find that highly problematic. I think we need to keep giving our attention to things that matter and things that matter are people. And so it, I, have tried to be very careful with that um but also thank you thank you instagram for for letting me advertise for free <laughs> so it's 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 a it's a love hate it's I, a love hate yeah. i have the same one i'm like this is also where a lot of my job comes from yeah <laughs> but also i think i love it as a tool but i also feel like yeah there, it causes so much because so many of us just don't know how to use tools properly and don't bother to learn yeah so yeah I, I feel I feel that I feel both of those and yeah that setting up the back end it's it's one of the things that I love working with my clients through just figuring out how to make that happen quickly so they can get on to what they actually yep. want to do yep <laughs> yeah that's why I was up at 4 30 this morning I was like nothing can distract me there's no reason to do anything else except upload all these exercise videos no that you've FOMO been putting at 4 30 yeah. in the morning exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah no FOMO <laughs> for sure I love that what would you say makes you feel known and valued? When someone says, I'm proud of you. Mm. And I realized that about a year ago, that those, I am proud of you. Those words have a very particular, beautiful weight to them. And so now I actually just, I try to tell that to other people as often as possible. I tell them to that when they get out of the ice, when my, when any of my clients um, accomplish anything that they have been trying to do, whether it's a PR or just being more consistent. And, um, and that's something I, I just don't think we can, we can value enough is when, when another person just kind of helps, helps validate sometimes what you need to hear and that's the whole thing of an internal external validation and there's obviously a a, you want to be able to cultivate that in yourself but it's just a nice little cherry on top when when you hear it from someone else as well it is very much and there is there's there's weight to those words in a way that it means you have either experienced alongside witnessed or taken part in support of that person accomplishing something that's difficult. Yeah. And so I'm proud of you isn't just something we say, like, I like your smile to someone we yeah. don't know. There is connection and there's relationship yeah. in those words, whether it's in 
a, a quick connection or a deeper one, there is something there that's been shared. And so, yeah, it's a, it's cool. I love that. Hey. I like that you brought that out. Um, all right. So you do live here in Tulum now, but yes. uh, where do you call home and what makes it home for you? The reason I have stayed in Tulum is definitely because, so I've, I've, I've been to 36 countries. I've, I've lived in a whole different bunch of them. And Tulum is the first place that I have felt an overwhelming sensation of home. So growing up like um, Asian American in a small Irish Catholic town was interesting. I mean, I am so grateful for the, my, my good friends, my, my family there and stuff, but um, I always felt like a little bit of an outsider there. And then I, I lived in Copenhagen for a little while um, which was really cool. And then I lived in Amman, Jordan. And while I was teaching at King's Academy, I was a high school uh, biology and chemistry teacher. And that was home for a little bit, but obviously my, my like, Bateke Shwe Arabi, I don't even think that's right. Like, Bateke Arabi Shwe, or? It's good. It, it'll work. Okay, yeah. it'll work. It'll, it'll work. work. You're I'm, you're so, I'm yeah. very sorry. No, no, you're good. Yeah, it's um, good. It's good. I think, uh, I think you get an extra gold star for thank that you. one. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. But yeah, my, I, I didn't speak, like, a, a lick of Arabic, really. Um, and so that, so it was, it was challenging making that home. I lived in Philadelphia, taught inner, inner city, um, uh, seventh and eighth grade math and science there. And Philly's hard, bro. Philly is a, is a hard place to live in. Like I love Philly. I love all you people down there, but that, that, that the mascot is gritty for a reason. You got to be gritty as hell to survive in Philly. Um, and so it's, it, I find, found it challenging to call a place home when I was like constantly looking over my shoulder just just making it's like trying not like warding off getting catcalled or anything followed things like that (laughs) um and then so we're nice people i swear yeah 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 yeah, 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 exactly (laughs) really not yeah nice people i swear (laughs) and i and that's the thing i love i love i i love my friends and family in philly it's just just crazy crazy and um and then i i was in argentina i was in buenos aires for a little while i thought that might be the place um but I, I, I wound up in Tulum and I came here for a month and a half and I said, we're going to test this out and, and see if we like it. And day two, I was like, I'm living here. I'm living here. This is my home. And, and I'm so grateful for it every single day. It's awesome. Yeah, very much. Your home with your dog yeah 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 Yeah, and that was crazy i got cardi on 11 11 and i was like oh god rachel you're getting a dog you're getting a pit bull dog so not only can she not go underneath the the storage she can never really become a service dog um because she is she's she's a pit bull um she could she could never be a service dog for anyone so uh so we we stay in yeah we we stay in (laughs) you're here yeah 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 you got to rescue her which is just such a beautiful thing to be a part of too so that's cool but what is something you wish you didn't struggle with oh boy we're gonna open this can of worms just kidding (laughs) so i um i wish i didn't struggle with um um i struggle to create my own internal validation i think that's a huge reason why i kind of am an extrovert is because for so much of my life I have have too heavily relied on the words of others to 
to validate whatever I'm doing and, and who I am. And so that is, that's why I'm reading that book inward. That's why I've been trying to do a lot more work on myself. And um, I will say that for anyone else listening that struggles with that same thing of trying to be your own biggest advocate, it is hard, it's not impossible. It is, it is reframing your inner monologue one sentence at a time. Have you read that book by Daniel Kahneman, Thinking, Thinking Fast and Slow? I have not. It's a good so, one. Um, uh, that's my ever-growing list. Yeah, 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 yeah. You probably have like so many books just from just from interviewing people. Yeah. But basically, he talks about so the way that the brain works is the brain wants to use less energy to perform processes. So, for example, when you learn how to drive a car, it takes so much time and energy and focus when you're first learning how to get behind a wheel. But then, as you do it more and more, it becomes completely automatic. So it's the same for any skill that you're trying to learn, even like positive self-talk. Um, and so the more that you can take any negative thing that you're thinking about yourself, whether it's, and just from personal training experience and with client work, like, oh, I don't, I'm, I don't like my stomach or, um, oh, I'm like, I can't do this. Taking and saying the opposite of that every single time is so hard at first. I, I love my body. I love the way I look. To, I, I love that I can, can lift this up. I love that I um, am not afraid to go like connect with people today. Reframing all of that, it will get more automatic and it will get easier and easier. So that's one thing I, I wish I, I, I wasn't struggling with, but mm. it's been a really cool journey. Mm. That's cool. And maybe that flows right in and answers this question then. Uh-huh. Uh, but is there anything that you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? Definitely all along the same lines, for sure. And I think that's also the reason why I became, um, why I launched my business is because I was at a place that I was so broke. I was like, I'm broke. Um, I, I was not in good shape. And I was struggling mentally for that too and I was like okay I need a personal trainer I need a nutritionist um I need like a life coach all in one and I couldn't afford it and so I was like well Rachel you got one option and one option only you gotta learn girl (laughs) and so I I became a trainer I um learned how to heal my own body and in healing my own body I practiced I practice what I like to call extreme moderation. So I think there's a lot of different like diets and fads out there, but the more I've learned to listen to my body, it has all the tools in it that I need already in there. And then just to, to keep rewiring my inner monologue and reprogramming it, that's, um, that's been the, the most incredible journey. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a desire and speaks to you of, of one that says, I know what I need, which is so hard to identify, but then not just that, but to say, if I can't have access to it in some way, I'm going to learn. I'm going to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. That's really cool. That's yeah. a, I love that, that you brought that up. What do I need? Mm-hmm. And I think when we talk about taking time for ourselves, mm-hmm. that is the first question you should actually be asking. What do I need need? And actually giving yourself the thing that you need. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Very much. All right. Uh, what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? I am very confident 
in helping people face their fears of themselves. And I think it's because I've done so much work doing that in myself. And it, it takes holding space for people. It takes listening and I love listening. And it, it takes telling people that, that they can do it. And it's so beautiful when, it's so beautiful to see people's eyes light up and start talking and keep talking without realizing that, like what they're saying and just getting really into the zone about the hopes and dreams that they have for themselves and then where they're stuck. And that is my favorite thing is to meet people where they're at and give a tool from my weird life toolbox and and training and nutrition, whatever experience that can help give people the little thing they need to overcome the biggest challenge that they're facing right now. Because it's one little challenge at a time. And, um, and I freaking love doing that. That's I freaking awesome. love doing it. <laughs> That's great. And I love that too. It's like, I think that is so much of coaching in any capacity. It's finding the little thing they need for them to overcome the big thing. It's not so much of having an answer or telling someone what to do. It's not that at all. It's helping them find that one, that missing piece that so they can feel supported and know right, how to, to overcome that big thing. Right. To like their unique journey, wherever they are. And I obviously as a coach, you understand this too, but like every the process is different for every single person there's not a singular protocol that works for every human every individual for whatever problem that you're going through it is every and i think that's also why you and i love getting to know people is because every person is super unique mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um all right so this one's a little bit more fun but challenging uh if i were to give you ten thousand dollars and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks you can't give it away what are you going to do with it can't give it away. All right. $10,000. Sits back in her chair. Sits back in her chair. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> so I... Oh, gosh. Okay. I honestly would probably... Can I, can I invest it to make more money to do more? Okay, cool. So <laughs> I would... Right now, I would invested into my business um, to get this subscription-based model up and running faster. And then I would be using the proceeds on that to help fund more research into women's health. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen just how, how incredible and how life-changing it is when people feel their best. Usually solving, solving, um, health challenges in people ends up helping a lot more ends up helping people solve other challenges in their lives and um and women's health is a growing area but for so many studies like so many researchers have extreme challenges getting funded they're like it's just because of who's in power at every different institution and if i could just give away money and I, that's why I'm like, we need to invest this first. We need to make a lot more money because $10,000 will not go a long way no, in terms of funding research. Yeah, but sure. when we can learn more about how women's hormones work, how women's bodies work and, and the relationships that 
that those hormonal and unique fluctuations have to women becoming healthier and their happiest selves personally i don't think for me i could do anything more productive with that money <laughs> i love that that's really cool all right here's to finding 10 grand and a little bit more to invest yes <laughs> yes um is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it for the heart you intend it or hear it as you would want them to and don't tell me who if so that's a beautiful question. I really, really love this one. If I could tell someone something right now, so, and that's not a good place. So I would say you are so loved more than you know, and I am so proud of how far you've come. I'm so proud of you for putting one foot in front of the other every single day, even when it feels impossible. And I want you to know that I believe in you. I believe in you that you can do it. And I know you believe in yourself too. And you're worthy of shining your brightest light. And you're worthy of all of the happiness in the world. And it's yours to go get. And I support you in every way, shape, and form in trying to help get that for yourself. That's a beautiful message. <laughs> if you are listening, no matter who you are, and hopefully also the one that she wishes would hear that, believe that. I know that's true yeah. about every one of us. And yeah. Yeah, but that's a beautiful message, and I hope, I hope that dear sweet friend of yours hears yes, that. Yes, yeah. me too. And I, and it's, I think a lot of us need to hear something like that. And so, if you are going through anything hard, I hope you, mm. you do lean into that. <laughs> I love that. It's beautiful. On the other side of that, is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? I think the a fear that I always have um, is is being too selfish, and that's been weird because I burned myself out giving, <laughs> and. And I learned, and having learned that lesson, I was like, oh, okay, so now, now we got to take care of yourself, Rachel. But now I'm always scared that I'm doing it too much. Um, and so it, it's finding that line. And um, that, would, that would be something I, I, I would feel very bad if, if, if someone told me that. And um, probably because it, it, it wasn't my intention, but just, just an accidental accidental outcome yeah absolutely no i i resonate with that one for sure yeah yeah anytime you care deeply about people and then have some a risk of of that not being what someone's experienced in you is right yeah yeah much. that or being fake just because mm -hmm. i think being being someone that likes to connect with people a lot of people connect with people for very insincere reasons and that's super common so i totally get why people are are wary about about someone random like me who comes up to a gym and is just like hey what's up <laughs> they're like why are you talking to me don't you have other things to do but um but that's another reason it's it's i'm scared of people thinking of thinking anything i do or say is is fake but i just think that everyone can kind of everyone can learn from other people and resonate with with your story and so that's 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 all i'm trying to do <laughs> yeah very very much so um I would say I, I definitely I resonate with that one a lot because I think it is something that people 
they often don't like know what to do with that they're like um what do you want and there's this assumption that people want something from us um so yeah I, I love that I love that you pulled that out for sure very much so I agree with that a lot it's really beautiful and it is it's such that that fear as well where it's like all right but what if I just I just want to connect yeah I just want to connect I just want to know yeah I just want to know you I just want to be known and, and and to make sure that people see that in us is is huge but yeah I love that what would you say makes you feel at peace I learned how to meditate when I was in Jordan. I, it was a time that I was like, I, I've, I've been on and off mental health meds for, for a while. And it was one of the times that I um, was, was tapering, tapering off of one. And a friend was like, you should start meditating. And I was like, that sounds horrific. That sounds like <laughs> I have to sit with my own thoughts, which, I'm ter- which I used to be terrified of. And, um, but I started meditating and I started meditating into the sunset over the desert because I was like, this has got to look good for me to want to do it every day. (laughs) So I feel most at peace and I'm addicted to this peaceful feeling. And now I, I need to get it through ice bathing or meditating or something like that every single day of, of complete stillness of when I can sit and only focus on my breath and then get to a point where I'm not even focusing on my breath, but I'm, I'm just focusing on being. And that is so profound. Be, and thinking like, I'm, I'm good. I'm worthy as a human being for literally just being here. And Oh, that was a that was a that was an earth shattering revelation. I say that that one happened, um, but when I can get to that point, even if it's just for a couple of seconds, because sometimes you have a day and thoughts come back, but that is that is my serene peace place. I, just listen to that again. Just listen to what she said again. There's something in there. There's so much in there. <laughs> I love that. That. Um, pressing in and learning to just love those moments of deep peace and silence um yeah i i've come to really crave and love those as well of just like i'm just here i'm just gonna sit here yeah watch the sunset watch something Uh, and i love how you started that saying like if i'm gonna do it i want to enjoy it it needs to be something pretty to look at there's some there's a message in there for you if you're like somebody who says i don't sit still well or i don't like to meditate or i don't do this it's so okay if there's a challenge or something you know that's going to help you to find the easiest way to do it find the path of least resistance yeah. in every single thing yeah. you do find the lowest hanging fruit yes. there's no reason to climb a ladder when if you don't have to yeah there's no reason to make things harder than they have to and that was another weird life lesson is you don't get a gold star for doing for getting the same outcome but doing it in a harder way like <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, no one's patting me on the back for for making it harder than it needs to be. (laughs) Yeah, you said something like that earlier, too, where it was like, I don't need to, like, if I, I don't have to learn everything. I want to learn everything, but, like, I don't have to make it the most challenging and the most complicated for me. If there is an easy way to do it, we challenge, as long as you're challenging yourself in some capacity in your life, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Make it easier than others. Like, you were talking about that book you're reading of just... Our brain learns things, and when it learns things, it takes capacity to do that learning. So 
Don't try to learn the simple things every day. Give yourself space to learn the bigger things or the things that you want to grow in and take that low hanging fruit where you can. Yes. So I love that. That's cool. Yes. And meditating in the desert at sunset sounds lovely. So, <laughs> and it's funny. So, do you, how much quiet time do you need for yourself? Oh, that's an interesting question because I feel like most people that know me would be like zero, but that's not true because um, <laughs> I'm always one to be around people. But um, this place is probably interesting. So we are here at what I consider my second home in all of the world at Posada in, in Tulum. Uh, so Posada Margarita. Um, and uh, this place, I, you know, when I get up, I spend my morning staring at the sun and just sitting there. 99% of that time by myself um, I walk a lot alone yeah. on the beach and just watch people um, I sit at sunset and just sit there yeah. either with you know green juice or a cup of tea or decaf coffee yeah. <laughs> and just chill so I feel that I, I really love time to just sit and think mm-hmm. um, and that's not something I think a lot of people know about me per se Um, Because I am one that loves and is recharged by being around people. But I I love that time to sit, to process, to just be, to remind myself that I am, you know, it's okay to think whatever I want to think. It's okay to be who I'm going to be. And it's not, um, there's no pressure. There's no validation from other people needed. It's just, just be there. Just sit there and just Just be there. So I definitely need those times in my day. Um, I don't often have as much of them at home. Right. Um, I, I do go for long walks. And when I say long walks, we're talking like, you know, 15 to 18 miles. <laughs> like, I do go on long walks. I get calls done. I listen to pop. 15 to 18 A little bit. Miles. I did that roughly per day during COVID. Yeah, I just had nothing else to do. <laughs> right. <here. laughs> I could see you like Forrest Gump like there's a crowd of people yeah. that goes yeah. I just was like at the park circling oh my god um, on like a mile loop and you're like oh my god there's a loop uh, yeah if you're like there's something wrong with you and I was like yeah maybe but it was lovely your step count must have been so crazy yeah, I have no idea wow <laughs> but yeah there is there is there is something so no matter what kind of person you are I would say like those times whether they're easier for you they were hard for me in the beginning to just sit but there's something yeah. I love and I, I I I really enjoy and and I'm way more grounded when I have them consistently in my days in places that are also like by water yeah. or you know sunset I love I'll go sit in my backyard and just watch the sunset mm-hmm. and yeah so yeah thanks take for that. a minute to be still and connect with nature the yes. you, there's so much joy in it and I don't think I think a lot of people think they might be taking time for themselves, but mm-hmm. there's actually a distraction somewhere around it. Mm-hmm. And if you can take just literally 60 seconds mm-hmm. a day, it'll change your life. Yeah. Just start there. Start mm. small. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So thanks for that. Uh, would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? This is super cool because first from all of <laughs> my friends think I'm absolutely crazy like and and most people that that get to know my story they're like wow life your life does seem like it has been rather uncertain you've lived in a wide variety of places you've done a wide variety of different things and now I feel this period of like stability and certainty happening and 
I needed all of that to learn how I wanted to do this next next part of my life. Um, but I think s- stability and um, certainty takes figuring out what you want. And then in order to know what you want, you got to know yourself. So so you're going to have you're going to do a lot of things that that you think feel right in the moment. You're going to change your mind, that is a-okay. As and for me my favorite thing that literally anyone has ever told me, it's that there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. So take feedback from every single experience that you want. Excuse me. Takes feedback from every single experience that you have and you will figure out things that you can do over and over that actually do make you happy. Because I used to be a thrill seeker. I used to I was literally traveling to avoid thinking about my problems. And people were like, "Wow, that's so exciting. That's amazing." I was like, "You have no idea the thought tornado that's in my head." <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. I love I love all of that. I love all of that so so much. Um, and yeah, the, the thought tornado <laughs> definitely definitely can appreciate that as well for sure. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's one of those things too. Is sometimes we can do something that is really good for us to escape something, but then sometimes that thing also becomes that place where it's stable and it's at peace, and people still can struggle to look at us and know the difference and yeah it's cool to see that you are in a place where you are like no I'm not escaping anything I'm living and I'm growing and and thriving and and here and so yeah yeah, happy for you for that thank you that's cool thank you all right this is my loaded question in case none of them were but (laughs) (laughs) um if you could say anything to the opposite sex that normally they would not receive well coming from you as a woman whether it is a compliment a criticism something you want them to know about women something you want them to know about themselves however you would take that what would you share go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) i mean that with all of the love in the entire world and i've so i've had i've always been so comfortable with having guy friends and actually another reason I'm very grateful I haven't told you this yet um told Janice the other day but I have always struggled maintaining a group of girlfriends and that's been my biggest goal right now and so I like really appreciate you because it's always been Rachel and the bros like Rachel and the guys and um so my my guy friends know that I will I will call them out when they do stupid crap and I will call them out when they're avoiding thinking about something internally that they don't want to. And masculinity is difficult because there are so many societal norms encompassed in that. And I think a lot of men out there that think that they are being manly men. <laughs> unfortunately have never been given permission to think about things that have hurt them about things that that have made them want to hide parts of themselves and that's that just that hurts my heart for you Mm -hmm. and I never 
my biggest dream is for every single human being out there to feel completely uninhibited and confident in the, in the skin that they are in. And I know so many guys that that come off and do standard societal things that we think seem that are fine and they're totally not. And so with all the love in the world, go to therapy. <laughs> well said. I'll leave that right there. I love that that comes from such a place of love. <laughs> and happy to count you among uh, my girlfriends now. But Thank yeah, you. yeah, I can resonate with that. There's something I've grown in and I think becomes easier as you get a little older to find girlfriends that we're all just a little less insecure as we get a little yeah. older. So it just makes some things a little easier. But it's also totally different outside of the U.S. And I was talking with, I have a, I have a friend subletting for me right now. And this is her first... And she's been asking me a lot about how to have you moved around so many places, how have you made friends in every place. And there is quite a challenge to going up to a random person at a coffee shop in the United States and saying, hi, how, like, you look really cool. Like, how are you? Do you have, like, do you want to grab dinner another day? That is literally, like, unthought of. And so unthought of that people so highly romanticize it in the dating world. It's like, oh, it's my dream to meet a guy, like, off an app or something like that. So, if we so highly romanticize that in terms of dating, it's it's super uncommon and not thought of in terms of even just friendships. But outside of the U.S., I have found that people are all kind of more outside their comfort zones. They're all trying to make friends. They're all trying to build community. And so, there's such a, there's a lower barrier to entry. Mm. I would agree with that, for sure. But, yeah, Definitely. I, though I am one that still does that in the U.S. <laughs> right, 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 of course, of course. And you are right, as right, well. Right, right. Yeah, course, yeah. yeah, it's just harder. It is harder. Yeah, the lower barrier for entry, I agree. So if, if you're listening in, your, in, your, in the States or anywhere in the world, just go do it. It needs to happen more. Yeah. We can't romanticize something we're not willing to put into practice in any capacity. Snaps, 100%. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, so if you were to have a large audience before you, and if you're not a fan of public speaking, we'll just pretend that part's not a factor, but... If you were to share a, a life lesson, a bit of advice or wisdom, what would you leave them with? What would you share? I would say that if you can feel safe in your body by yourself, after you overcome that challenge, life will be so much easier and that is quite possibly the hardest thing to do Mm. it is a lifelong journey and so I'm not saying it as like like go take a month go away somewhere figure your shit out come back and then the rest of your life will be changed I'm saying that Maslow's hierarchy of needs is Mm. is a nice little pyramid if you've never heard of it but the very bottom is is basic needs and at the very 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 bottom of that is safety Mm. you literally cannot do anything to the best of your abilities without feeling safe so that is why I I I ain't no pastor but I preach about just just doing the work that you need to do in yourself to feel 100% safe because then if you are if you are 100% not 100% because I mean that's that's the goal right but if you are feeling more and more comfortable 
with yourself, with your own beliefs, with your in your own skin, then imagine entering every single interaction that you have with that, with with that glow, with that light, and with that open heart mm-hmm. for you to give to others and for people to receive. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is the the most transformational thing I think I've ever thought about, and that has changed my life profoundly. I love that. Yeah, yeah. We we do. We're not running away from a lion and figuring yes. out what's happening in our heart. Yes. It's not happening at the same time. So yeah, yeah find safety. That's cool. I love that. It's beautiful advice. So. Thanks. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? It took me a while to get here, but I think I think we're close. Um, and it's, it's cool because I feel like this wraps around to um, your very first question. Hmm. And that is my purpose Hmm. my purpose on this earth is to connect with people listen and and give them one little piece that can empower them to do something and i i do i do feel strongly about that i used i try to do a lot of things career-wise that um didn't allow me to do that to the fullest and i didn't enjoy them as much and I wasn't as successful at them but that's why being a a coach in the industries that I am in it allows me to to lean in pretty hard on that and I'm so freaking grateful so freaking grateful I love that I love that a lot um, what is something you've accomplished that you are really proud of ah uh, launching my business is the thing that I am definitely the most proud of I I was very, very um, burned out as a teacher. And I was like, there is, there's something more I can do in this world. I love connecting with, with people. I love teaching. And now on my own health journey, I, I know I can do this. So um, I, I, I got the EIN, I registered the business, and I was really underselling myself for a very long time. And so one of my proudest moments was getting my first, my first 10 week client on my program. I, I, I remember feeling, oh my God, like, like someone believes in me to invest in me like this and I can do something I love? Like what? Everything's coming together. And that, that is the thing that I'm most proud of because it's terrifying building your own business. And yes, there are, you can Google anything. You can Google anything, but, and and I'm so grateful now there, I I have started to hire like business mentors and I had a lot of coaching in the past couple years that helped a lot. But getting to that point and overcoming all of those fears to say, okay, I'm gonna quit my nine to five. Like that's not making me happy. And then learning the things I had, you have to do about coaching and then about business too. And then, loving something that you do so much that it persuades someone else to 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 believe in you that there's that was incredible that was incredible i was like okay cool if i can do this then i can do it again and i think that's another thing is taking that was a a major 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 win but taking your smaller wins multiplying them and they lead to those bigger ones every decision at a time yeah, very, very much so. I think that's um, 
that's one that's really cool is to say like hey I believe myself enough to say that like I'm doing this I've done this but then when someone else is like hey actually all this work you've done it was worth it and like yeah I'm I I believe in you and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in you and I'm gonna hire you and I'm gonna and you're like oh oh that that worked like that first moment where you're just like okay I'm doing this that's something to be so so proud of and I'm so excited for you I mean yeah like it's amazing to know that you get to do that and to be really proud of what you've accomplished in that so that's awesome thank you so I I mean I just want to say thank you so much for your your time for your your beautiful energy and just for everything you've shared you're just absolutely amazing A, a full treasure box a, a little a little ball of joy I say little you're a whole two inches taller than me but um no you are um everything and more than I, I you spend five minutes with somebody and usually you get a good read on them mm-hmm. and you are somebody that I got a good read on but there's just so much more that I didn't see there that I'm just so glad that I get to know now and here and that other people get to share from and learn from as well but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you I feel like I covered a, a decent, decent spectrum of it. <laughs> but I would say that um, I, and I, I, another reason I was like, oh my God, Liana is an incredible person is because you take time to get to know the book behind the cover. Hmm. And I never want, I want, like I said earlier, I want everyone to feel empowered to just go out and freaking talk to other people. And, and know that there, is, everyone has a beautiful story. We get distracted by people's Instagram profiles by how many followers they have or do not have. And we judge people's worth on shit like that. Mm-hmm. And thank you for for allowing people to elaborate upon who they are and for you to, in, to remind others and inspire others to get to know people like that because that's humanity. That's what makes us a special species. And that's what brings joy to people is connection. Mm-hmm. And so thank you. For connecting thank you for connecting thank you for that beautiful gift of those words and your experience with me it's just it's been you have been an absolute joy and a gift to spend time with and share on and off throughout this week so thank you of and, course uh, yeah thank Thanks. you my dear love and me i hope too. you guys all have a great day yes go have a great day go do something hard <laughs> indeed thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.